0: It's Life on Life's Terms. Alright, here we are once again, the Life on Life's Terms podcast. And I'm Tom Robinson, and uh, we are not affiliated with any 12-step program, Although we
1: do endorse them. I am Chris Mandeville. We're here at a New Way Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass. On Quincy Ave. Um, if you're in treatment or in recovery on the South Shore or Quincy, Weymouth, Braintree area, check this place Wherever. out, there's meetings. If you're in um, town
0: on a vacation. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, and we ask that you subscribe to our podcast um you can get the link at lolterms.com we are on itunes google, google play. play uh we actually have a
0: youtube channel we have an instagram page yeah so itunes and google play is just the audio version of the podcast yep. and it's it's fantastic we put it through software that makes it sound real good and uh it's great to listen to when you're doing uh activities you know um that don't require your hearing. Yes. And uh, meeting in while you're, you know. Hashtag
1: recovery at your fingertips. Uh-huh, there you go. Um, yeah, we there have it is. 42, 42, 42 speakers on there. Yeah, And, so, you know. About
0: to be 43. About to be 43.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and tonight we have Phil. He's going to share his experience, strength, and hope with us. And
2: uh, mm. it's all you. All right. Um, yeah, Phil, Phil B., I'll leave it at that and um, preface this, I guess, by saying I, I haven't spoken in a while. Actually, um, I am a member of AA, uh, but don't necessarily feel like a great member lately. Um, but that's okay, as long as I'm uh, staying sober, I uh, I can can get back and and dig in. So, looking forward Absolutely. to hopefully hopefully getting back. It's back in it's the group. tough, man. Go like
1: ahead. I. I don't get to that many meetings, you know. I do this. I have my home group. Um, I'm working with a guy right now, going through the book. It's 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 tough, man. When yeah. you have when you have a life, it's crazy. Yeah. You get you want you want all these things back, mm. you know, and then you get them back, and it takes you away from the thing that got
2: them back for you. Yeah, you know? exactly what I was thinking of when I when I came over here. I I was thinking um, it's you know you hear it a million times in meetings. I've been I've been sober since 2004, so I've I've been to a lot of meetings and I've and I've heard a lot of a lot of stuff so it's um you know uh don't let the the things um that you get from AA tear you away from AA Exactly. and, um, and so it's it's kind of like you you know you you question yourself is is that where I'm at and um uh, you know some of it is yes some of it's no um but Anyways, stay sober, um, you know, and, and and keep doing the right thing and um and you know You can have this luxury problem too. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, right, right exactly. You yeah. Know. Yeah, and, the, and that's what it is. But any anyway, I'll I'll try to kinda I know we got an hour so I'll Start at the beginning. <laughs> That's always when you hear that at a meeting. It's like dum dum But <laughs> Pat on the west side of Philly, born and raised.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Pat. Yeah. yeah I gotta yeah. like that. <laughs> uh,
2: so from Situate uh, on the South Shore um, originally, and I, I grew up there. You know, until I was about twenty. But I um, mother, father uh two brothers I'm in the middle um you know working working class in in a nice town um so you know father was an iron worker um mother school teacher uh dad would come home from work and go across the street and uh clean the church you know so two jobs and yeah, then, typ- typical mm, blue collar family. Yeah, you know? and uh, and you know, I kind of, I, I had I had those friends, a lot of friends that, you know, <laughs> parents were or fathers were business people, so it wasn't like that for them, which was fine. I mean, I yeah,
0: I never mm. felt
2: less than to be honest with you, and um, they were they were good, they are good people and um, hard hardworking, and and so my story. Differs, and for people out there that that have been to you know go to meetings and and having a hard time identifying because you hear you know the the guy who just you know did a prison sentence or um, you know or there was a lot of abuse in his childhood and you know things things of that nature. I wasn't identifying necessarily, um, but you found uh, it
0: hard to identify. In other I, I did. I yeah. did.
2: I mean. You know, I think uh, right away. I the first time I I really got you know the hook put in me for with AA was in Cohasset. They have a um, a men's meeting called the Oarsmen, and it's held on Thursday nights. This isn't a plug for them. I just my father was a <laughs> member of the group, and he took me. Um, my father's sober in AA twenty or so years, and which another you know blessing in my life so so growing up when you were young he wasn't sober he wasn't no but he wasn't he wasn't put it this way when he got sober I was like I didn't (laughs) even know he had a problem but you know right just so it wasn't like he wasn't abusive like when I never saw him very drunk, and and the times I did, he was like ha- just happy. He was yeah. like a happy guy. It's like when he was yeah. drinking, he got happy. So functioning, it, yeah, it wasn't a bit definitely functioning, f- high functioning, high functioning, yeah, yeah. You know, functioning. And um, and my mother basically put him put it on him. Uh, he'd he'd drink those big gallons of Carlo Rossi wine on the weekends, the good stuff, and Still uh, pulled
0: off being like yeah, the leader
2: of the ironworkers. Yeah, so. <laughs> so he you know so, so things moved on. I had a good childhood, and then um and then uh so, so, high school came into play, and uh, it was the weekend thing with the guys. I was playing sports, and I was probably considered like one of the popular guys. I never thought of it like that, but i just it just happened like that, and mm-hmm. i had a I had a yeah. big group of friends. And we all would find the party that weekend and, and go and, and just had a blast. I loved it. So I wasn't drinking to get rid of pain yeah, or anything like that. just typical teenage stuff. Yep. Just, you know, had just fun with it, so loved you, it. Yeah. Wait
0: a minute. So you did, <clears throat> what about when you were just like, just starting to be a teenager, did you feel any awkward feeling, like you wanted to fit in so you you started drinking or anything like that? It wasn't like that for wasn't you? It wasn't like that. wasn't like Amazing.
2: that. Yeah. I, I, like, was had... Good time in school. Um, had friends. I I wasn't like the popular kid who was a bully. Like I just I just I liked. Um, you know I, I actually hated bullies. Um, and and my friends weren't like that either. We weren't bullies or anything. We just whatever. So so I um so I just was having fun with it and um huh. and then you know I guess. Sports were a big part of my life. I wasn't like a superstar, but I was, you know, I played varsity sports, and I, you know, because I hate it because everybody in AA gets up to the podium, and all of a sudden they were the best athlete in the world. And yeah, blah, blah, bunch blah, blah, of blah, Al Bundys. You know? I mean, <laughs> bunch I of hear, Al Bundys yeah, up there. <laughs> I hear that all the time, and I yeah. don't want to be sound like that guy. So right. I, you know, I and so. I'll speed it up and and after after high i graduated high school i had i had all right so i gotta go back now because um I haven't told my story in a while and this there's some some things that happened along the way uh so when I was fifteen, I guess that would have made me like a sophomore i um i got arrested uh for weed and i you know, was we were pulled over at the side of the road going the bathroom because we had been drinking, and the cops pulled up behind us. And I was with the older kids in the car, and I had a band aid container. The band aids used to come, yeah, in like the metal 10, cans, yeah, yeah. And I, and I had cans, a bunch yeah. of bones Absolutely. rolled up in there, yeah, and uh, <laughs> so I couldn't get wet, you know. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and I and I and I put it, I put it. I was a rookie, man. I had never been pulled over. I, I stashed it in the seat. You know, like in between the seat cushions, and of course they found them. And who's are these? And nobody oh, said yeah. they were mine. So all right, you're all getting charged with it, unless somebody. So then I'm like, all right, they're mine. And then, um, <laughs> and so I got arrested. That was so, solid. Yeah. So <laughs> my, anyway, so my parents were like shocked, you know, and mm. um, and I got sent on an outward bound uh, oh. program. Cool. Which, yeah, yeah. We're, Wilderness. Where's the punishment? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> but this was the directive program, so it was for, like, troubled youth, all right? And, yeah. And, but, like... Buddy, my
1: was... Dan talked about that. His parents sent him to something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, it yeah. was... He was so troubled
0: because he rolled, had fucking four joints and a band-aid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> See, that... Honestly, it was kind of <laughs> like... Yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't, you know... I don't. I don't think that they. You know, they were just trying to do the right thing for me. Yeah. yeah. So, right. you know, they were they were doing the what they thought was the, correct. Yeah. Everybody yeah. got together, the guidance counselors, and all right, let mm. it let let them let them try this. So I I go up and I didn't know what it was. My parents were basically like, yeah, you you're gonna go up here camping, and so like I uh. I brought literally brought a fishing rod, and they told you what to bring, so you packed like certain items like waterproof stuff and blah 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 so we drive up in the family caravan up to Maine, and we pull off in a rest area and i'm like kind of like first time i was like well what's going on here so we get off in the rest area and there's like a van parked (laughs) <laughs> and they're like make they're the like, transfer All right, this is it so i'm like wow this is weird so i get transfer. out with my fishing rod and stuff and the guy's like you're not gonna need that and i'm like oh because i was I oh loved, you got fishing rods yeah balls? like i yeah well i <laughs> love fishing and and stuff and that was that was kind of my i was excited to that so i got sent on this thing 23 days of rain and hiking uh through the appalachian trail and wow and yeah and we sounds like a great time we did a lot of stuff (laughs) but it it rained constantly and i was with um some some kids that i would say were more troubled than me like emotionally like new york city danbury connecticut uh some you know a couple couple young girls how
0: many people were there
2: yeah there was um myself and uh, let's say eight other kids and then oh, we wow. had like three adults that that were leading and yeah. um, <laughs> so it was it was interesting um, to say the least and I I did real well on it and uh, the, the the counselor's kind of used me as like a fourth counselor by the end of it to be honest with you and yeah. um and uh and I and I really enjoyed the experience and I came back and I I really thought that, like I was gonna change the whole way that I was living. I was like I was convinced, and uh you know wow. not not too long after i just I just picked up where I left off and just started drinking on the weekends, right, and yeah, um, so it was like a little mini vacation, yeah, kinda, and the heat was off, you know, you were uh, like, well, why would I want to change everything? I
0: kind of liked it before, yeah <laughs> yeah, right.
2: yeah, so so things things kinda, and then I. You know, so that was, I was a sophomore, and then, yeah, so I, I pretty much stayed out of trouble um, until, uh, like, senior year, I, I had a couple uh, little run-ins there, PCs and stuff like that, but nothing crazy. I graduated, all my friends were going to college, um, I didn't get into the schools I wanted to get into, so... I took a year and worked for this, uh, organization called City Year in, uh, in Boston. And I, I ended up, uh, working as like a teacher's aide in a, in a school in, in Roxbury and living in an apartment in Brighton, um, with a bunch of guys, um, you know, drugs entered, the, had, had entered the picture at this point, uh. We can talk about all this, right? Oh, yeah. You can yeah. talk yeah. about Cocaine, whatever you want. like, loved it. Um, so, so it was I, almost like a college dorm type situation. Yeah, I'd go back and get it back home and different places like that. and maybe So you were the connect. Back. Yeah, you,
1: you'd, yeah. Go, you'd
0: go to Situate to get Coke and I bring know. it back to Boston. Well, no, I but <laughs> you could, probably could have
1: got four times as much right. in Boston for what right. you paid
0: for it in Situate. Uh, uh,
2: Watch those levels. like uh, screaming oh, they're in in the out. Yeah, Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, too.
2: I think it was more like I'd grab like my friends from situate and then you know we'd get it out elsewhere, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> and that was a fun year, man. I, I had a blast, you know. I uh I liked being in the city and and um the excitement of it all. So, everything good, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, Just one of the levels was a little low, I think yeah. it was Chris. So anyway. He's loud anyway. Yeah. You. <laughs> 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 so I uh, I did that and um and then um I guess we we got So then I I all right so I I totally I was a good manipulator man always and um and I used that year of service which was, it was a not, not-for-profit not organization, City Year, and this was like a master plan of mine, believe it or not, because I was going to do this program and then write this essay on how much of a good person I was. I just donated <laughs> a year of my life, uh, yeah, yeah, and you should let me in to this school that I wanted to go to, which was St. Michael's College, which was like a Catholic school, and and mm. my brother had gone there, my older brother, and I had been up there, so it worked. I got in. Uh, oh, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, master manipulator. Yeah, that. it was like the same <laughs> resume, the big leagues, except for this, this, uh, this essay that I wrote, and and so it. Well,
0: it, no, it, except for the year of service, right? That you, that's right. You prepared, which was yeah.
2: yeah, the essay, which I the year I, of I, there was. There Doing like, coke at night, every night. Yeah, there wagon. was like there was there was a there was, a, there, was a, there was like a part in the essay about this homeless guy that I befriended. I mean, I'm talking. I I completely baffled and bamboozled this. St. So all, Michael, it was all bullshit. Made yeah, it, all it was like, all bullshit. Uh, <laughs> so sweet. And I made it up there, and it was like one of the top 10 ranked schools in the country, Catholic schools. And so I'm like, I got up there, and I was completely out of my league, like completely like. <laughs> uh, like Unprepared. Yeah, unprepared. Like most of these kids had gone to prep schools, yeah. and, and they oh, uh, yeah. they knew how to study, which is a thing. Like you, yep. you, <laughs> like you, you need to know yeah. how to approach studying which i had right. no idea of you know i mm-hmm. would go and try and i'd be reading the wrong stuff you know and and i just wasn't prepared mm-hmm. and um i can relate to that yeah so this is where it all changed with me like i'm i'm no longer a big fish in a small pond um a small fish in a big pond and and right. and i felt getting le- by sharks. yeah i started to feel less than and um first time first time yeah this uh, on this type of level you know yeah. and sustained feeling of mm. like uh so i um That'll you know, make you depressed <laughs> yeah so i went i went like i there was some depression there i guess yeah tom i yeah. there probably was and i and it didn't help that it, like at the like burlington vermont was like the marijuana mecca at the the time you yeah. know and, oh, and yeah. so there was a ton of pot smoking going on and yeah and I was drinking, and I would act out and, like, fight and stuff to, like, be like – my my best friend was captain of the hockey team up there and would and cause a lot of trouble, and we acted crazy and, like, just oh, to kind so you of
0: – that identity on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Had, yeah you had to like, be the Boston kids. Yeah, right. right. You know? you had to. No, absolutely. Yeah. You had to. And, and that's, and that's <laughs> you know?
2: exactly what it was. So, like, people were like, ah, oh, here they come, you know, and, like, it was kind of like we were, like – kind of little rock stars out that, there, yeah that's you know? that's and, the whole
1: identity thing that we talk about a lot like right. we take on these identities mm. you know just just to
2: to fit in or to 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 make, you know,
0: to change the feelings. yeah yeah
2: yeah that's i i've never even thought about it until now and and that's that's what it was and uh you know so i ended up so a series of events happened i wasn't making the grades um Now, this school worked where it was if you started to miss more than three classes in a semester, it'd start to knock points off your your grade average. So, Mm. you know, I just started to not make the grades and uh, missing classes, and um, I made it through my first year. And then uh, during my second year, I had a a, a good, you know, one of my friends in my group from from situate um went missing and he was he was going to uh college at the time new england college i believe up in new hampshire and um he went missing and and he was like just got named captain of their hockey team and it was a big thing His, his 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 parents were well well liked in town his father was a commercial fisherman and he had a long family history in Situate. And uh, the town, it, it got real scary, you know. he It was the middle of winter, and uh, he was visiting me and my friend in Burlington the weekend before he went missing. So we were getting calls, like, where's PJ? Like, did he leave there? Yeah, he left. We were He left here fine. I mean, we were... Tripping that weekend and stuff in 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 Burlington, but he went back to school like he was supposed to. Did
0: someone identify that he made it to school?
2: He did. So oh, okay. he this is was his mother calling us initially, and then okay. you know he got back to school. Um, it turned out this went on for a couple months, and so wow. I ended up leaving school lot, and good. going. And there were buses and search parties, buses of people from Scituate going up to help search around the college campus. And uh, yeah. you know what ended up, I think, happening is he was at a, a party at a uh, one of his teammates' houses off campus. And um, uh, my personal belief is he was getting um, bullied. He he wasn't. He was like a finesse hockey player he wasn't a fighter and and i think there was some animosity that he got named captain and and he was getting bullied and he was a drinker so they were all drinking and he ended up leaving the party alone and it was during a blizzard and he wandered off and um oh got got hypothermia yeah and ended up passing away so it was it was a big thing and i ended up leaving school anyway at that point um, which was around Thanksgiving and, um, and, and that was, and that was it for college. I just went back home and, uh, you know, my father, um, asked me, uh, if, you know, did I want to get into the iron workers? And that just kind of, I always looked up to him and always, you know, so I, I said, yeah. And I, I, I got into the apprenticeship. I got in, started working on, in. 1997 or 8. Uh, really? In the Iowa Yeah, <laughs> during, during the big dig and um, I was a pre-apprentice uh, and then a pre- I <laughs> A pre-apprentice? Yeah, so it yeah, was like before they, the apprenticeship program <laughs> you starts, can, you, you can, can work. work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they just needed guys so bad and um, mm. I was a kid, you know. and, and Lucky. I, yeah, kind of, <laughs> but I mean I was looking back at it now, it was like I got tossed into the wolves like oh know. yeah my father it. knew what he was doing though you know yeah. he knew what he was doing he knew yeah. what I needed i guess and i i got in and man i mean uh these guys drank and uh that i was working with at the time and um iron workers were kind of known to be rough around the edges and i uh, <laughs> yeah right yeah and i and i fit in you know i i did yeah. i i went i went to the bar with them at lunch and i I drink daily, and um, mm. but for me it was different. A lot of these guys would drink at lunch, and they'd go home at after work, and they'd go back to work and then go home. Yeah, they'd go <laughs> right, exactly. They'd go back to work, get out of work, and drive home to like their families, and, and carry on. And uh, yeah. I would, I was different. I mean, i if I could, I'd take nips back to work with me. Mm. uh <laughs> drink and then go to the bar from work a lot of times till closing time and uh Duh. yeah doing shit and like then it, but and then it you got to think clothes. too like yeah you're oh. you're am working too you're doing this re- and i was doing rebar at the time which is like ridiculously physi- physical, physical and, and yeah. exhausting uh physically mm-hmm. so you know, I'd, it was just, you know, burning the candle uh, from both ends is an understatement. And um, at one point, they'd give me a key to the trailer at work so I, so I could just come from the bar at 2 or 3 in the morning to sleep <laughs> on the table in the trailer where the guys would eat their lunch and stuff. And they'd wake you up when they got there in yeah. the morning. Yeah. But of course, there was this guy, uh, I won't mention his name, but... He'd, he'd come in at three thirty in the morning every day and like feed these stray cats that were like he's crazy as they come. And uh so I'd get like I wouldn't even get a wink probably get like half yeah, an hour sleep. Yeah, and then yeah. and then Chucky would be coming in the trailer, you know. And, <laughs> Yeah. With so, cat food. Some like. of these guys, they're <laughs> you know? like, what time do you leave the house? I
0: leave the house at 3. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, are you out a yeah. We get a
1: guy that shows up at work at 5.30. We don't have to work till 7.00. Yeah, yeah he shows up thing, at 5 30 yeah. goes back to sleep in his truck fuck that i'm staying in bed it's like if what do I you stay hate bed? your house you yeah. gotta
0: get out of there you got to get to the construction it's just yeah. weird i don't know it's not me I, it's fine i it's hope I it
2: respected. don't happen to me there's a lot of yeah, guys like that me. dude like, yeah there is a lot of guys there's, like, there's like there's that. there's a lot of guys like that yeah me, maybe maybe like at home ain't that great yeah probably not from what i hear you know yeah um
1: absolutely so
2: where's that uh, that leaves me so now i'm coming into so now we're at like let's say 2001 and, and uh daily
0: drinking at this point
2: yeah but I, i'm more I probably, maybe not you know i'm more of like a vicious spree drinker where mm. i'm i'm going like okay. three days strong and there's drugs in there and i'm yeah, showing binging. up yeah and i'm showing up to work like let's say at the most four days a week probably more like three days a week when I'm showing up I'm working my balls off and right and that's guys, all I care about and, yep and they guys 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 are like wow great worker when he's here yeah right. And, oh, right and my father kept telling me like you it'd be better if you were a mediocre worker and showed up every day yeah. and I could never understand that no, <laughs> yeah cause no, that's not gonna balance no, no. the scale out you yeah, know what I mean busting your balls for three days I see it now where the value right. to an employer is you being there every day, and to a foreman on the yeah. job, like they need to plan their days with you there, and right. when you're not right. there, it screws them up. And yep. and I never could see all that, and or I, I probably just didn't want to see it. But um, but I used to get it all the time from the guys at work, like, "Oh, good kid, just fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> good kid, right. fucked up." That, yeah.
0: You know, and the thing yeah. is. I, I I had the same type of thing for for years and years, and the and the thing about that is it it you try to concentrate on the good part, good kid part, mm. but your subconscious or whatever in the back of your mind, you're thinking you are mostly concentrated on the fucked up part. You know, mm. you're feeling bad about yourself. It doesn't. It's not good for the for the psyche. It's not good for your brain. Yeah, to mm. be that guy. No, nobody likes to be that guy. No, right? Even if they and that's play. why you know a lot of times I tried fucking
1: hiding it from everybody. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, once I get into the dope, I just I had to have it with me while I was at work because you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, if not, sick. I'm fucking kicking like kung fu while I'm there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, fucking cold, vicious cold. Uh, you know, I had a cold <laughs> like fucking 17 times a month.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? What happened to your cold you had yesterday afternoon? First yeah, thing what, in the morning. What happened to the cold you had five minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then you look back and, and you know everybody knew. Because right. We, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I'm that hiding guy it now. Come into work. Yeah. Oh, All the oh, bullshit excuses.
0: Like that, man. Right like away. That. Listen,
1: I work. I work here like Quincy, and I can drive around. And people that I work with, they're like. I'm like, oh, that one's fucked up, and they're like, "How do you know it?" I was like, "I just know." Yeah. You can see it. I can see it. I can see s- it out oh. of the corner of my eye. Before yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like from across a fucking parking mm-hmm. lot. Right. Like, oh, look
2: at this one. Oh, and they'll no. be like, "Really? Really? Uh, yeah. Like Steve, yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, forming like you, like really? Like, right? Like you know, it's like, yeah. How do you yep. know? We got this one guy. He not. lives.
1: He lives in Milton, right? And we'll, we'll drive by Father Bill's, and he's like, "Oh, fuck, fucking, fucking piece of shit, homeless." Friend. I'm like. That was fucking me, dude. Right. And he's like, "Huh? Yeah, that so was." Me. I
2: haven't got to that part of the story yet, but that was me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, listen, yeah.
1: you don't know, you have no idea yeah. what got them there. Oh man, I'm you getting
2: chills. Yeah, I just, um, it's been, a, you know, it's tough for me because I've, I've been, you know, the past, you know, the past few years i've just been kind of lost in life and just filled up with all this life stuff and i, yeah. I haven't been sharing my story and i've i've been unplugged you know really and uh yeah. this is good because it's it's bringing it's bringing back uh, a lot of that fresh think. stuff and making yeah. me think yeah yep. and uh so i i got out of this uh the rebar side of the business and um and i and i and i got into the structural end of end of my business and this was during the big dig and i i was working down in the tunnel at uh, um in at south station where they were putting the expressway underground and um and i was you know i was uh, i was drinking a lot and uh everybody seemed down there was drinking a lot mm. tons of hours and guys uh I'd be doing coffee, right? This is just to give you an idea of how this all went on at the time, and I hope I'm not like throwing anybody under the bus, but it was, you'd take your coffee order. I was an apprentice, so I'd taken a coffee order for, let's say, 20 guys, so I'd start walking around. Coffee break was at around nine o'clock, so in the beginning of the day at seven o'clock, I'd really just kind of start walking around go and guide a guy where they were working and find them and say, what do you want for coffee? And I'd, I'd have to go to like three places. It would be a, a convenience store that sold like cigarettes and stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. and then <laughs> a liquor store and a coffee shop. So those were the <laughs> yeah. three places I'd go. And, so and- from seven to nine, you did absolutely nothing on the job. That's but right. take orders. That's right. Yeah. I'd take a coffee yeah. order and I'd write everything down and I'd get the money from the guys and mm-hmm. and then I'd go upstairs, which was ab- above ground to ground level, and I was right at South Station, so I had all those places to go to right, right. there. And, yeah, yeah. And I'd be getting and I'll never forget it. I'd be getting wine coolers for for, <laughs> for this like huge guy <laughs> who was like he was like welding uh-huh. these like. That I could stand in, like a huge really? iron and like. Oh, yeah. And he was big, getting wine cools. Shit. The guy loved wine cools. <laughs> they called him the Indian Killer because he used to beat up American Indians all the time. And, and he just hated that they got all the credit for I am working, you know? like people, Oh, I see. You know, yes. like, like guys yeah, that they always are really come good up to you and workers, be like, yeah. oh, so that. What story of the building do the Indians take over like because they they're the ones who do all the stuff up high right it's kind of all bullshit you know yeah. what I mean like they no they just drink a lot you know I mean, yeah. you know I mean whatever there were so. there are good Indian iron workers though there are yeah absolutely, yep there are good Indian iron <laughs> workers I'll put that out there but i yeah. I ran into some not so good ones too, but lots of a, lots
1: of good Indian people, alcoholics as well.
0: People, yeah, no matter right. no matter what group you were in, like no matter us. what group you hate, no matter what group you're looking at, there always people are always going to be people in the yeah. var- variations of all kinds. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing. That it's human. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So no, that's it's all good. So I um so, so big I, guy with wine coolers. Yeah. So the I do. <laughs> So like I'd, I'd uh, so this was my life, and um, and I was living in an apartment in Charlestown at the time with a friend from Situate who was an electrician, non union, but he worked was working for a guy in the North Shore, so it worked out for him too. And um, and <coughs> what happened? like what happened was my first experience with AA was I. So I'd go up to this bar in South Station called Clark's at the time. I don't think it's still there, but um, it was inside South Station, hmm. and um, and I'd drink like I'd have a few drinks like at lunch or whenever I was up there and felt like it. I'd just walk in and grab a quick shot and and, and head back down to perfect. work. And yeah, yeah it so it perfect. really was like I thought, and then yeah one night I ended up staying there after work and, and got real drunk and uh, and don't know to this day what happened, but I remember being outside in South Station like on the big tile hard floor with two bouncers on me and I remember the guy was choking me because he was on top of me and I remember saying, I'm dying to myself. Like I'm losing air, I can't breathe and I, I went out and I and I and then I thank God came back too, and I just remember looking, and there was an MBTA cop standing there, and he watched the whole thing. And I'm like, I almost just died, and this guy was just standing there. But anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, but he, I, he yeah, saw what happened before you came did, too right? as well. And I don't That's know, serious. I, I still park don't park. know what yep. I did to deserve it, but I'm sure I I kind of deserved maybe maybe deserved it i don't know but who knows i think it did involve like a a promotion girl that was at the oh yeah Uh (laughs) like the bud light girl i think i might have you know what i mean asked for too many bud lights maybe yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's all but anyway so oh so i had a a big cut Uh, there might have been a fight too so i i i came back in the next morning to work late like an hour and a half late and i'm walking down the tunnel and i got a cut in in between my eyes or something and black eye one or two black eyes and my buddy uh who was a journeyman iron worker his name was uh jason a kid from south boston who i respected a ton and um he had befriended me early on, and, uh, he was a great guy, still is, comes down off the ladder he was working on, and grabbed me by my shirt, and, 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 and got right in my face, and said, uh, you think this is a fucking joke? You know what I mean? And, 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 and it really sobered me up, and, uh, and Jason took me to my my first meeting that night, mm. which was Pope's Hill in Dorchester. Oh, J- Jace, nice. Jason Monday was, night. Yeah, Jason was sober at the time, and um, it's amazing. But you think you think that that was a powerful
0: message, not only because he respected you, maybe because you were ready for to hear it. Yeah. Or oh, you respected him? I should
2: say. I I did. I, you know, I just I really looked up to him, and absolutely, I was I was ready to hear it. Yeah. Um, I was lost. I knew I was lost. I knew I wasn't doing the right thing by any means, you know. and
0: Because yeah, I had can't, this father can't see who was that, sober
2: you know? and uh, a great mother, great family. <clears throat> like, I knew what it was like to be a man. Right. And I knew I wasn't doing that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I knew I wasn't that guy. You, you weren't know? holding and, up. And end end I the wanted body. to be. I definitely wanted to be. Mm. Uh, it just had a grip on me. So I, I went and... Um, And I liked it. I enjoyed it. You know, I was young. I was probably twenty-four at the time. And uh, there weren't girls there, were there? There were a couple girls there, man. And uh, and people were happy. You know, Mm -hmm. and and I. And you thought everybody was full of shit at first, huh? Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I liked the scene. It was like it was like you know, it was like people were dressed cool. uh, You know, there was there was some good-looking girls. uh, There was. The guys more, though. I saw a bunch of guys from the trades in there. and um, Oh, yeah? Yeah. And bunch a bunch of guys know. on the brights. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. you know, like some laborers and some, some guys. Oh,
1: I know that, too. I know that, yeah, too, too. some oh guys I knew, yeah. and, they, yeah.
2: and, 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 it, and it was cool. That and, helps. Uh, yeah, that definitely helps. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I didn't get sober, but I, but I, yeah, but, <laughs> but I, I hung out with a bunch yeah, of yeah, a. Man, I, I liked it. But though. Jason, it cool. Jason and I really started a, a friendship and a relationship, and kind of like a big brother, little brother thing. And uh, mm. and this kid was like, um, you know, this kid was an Army Ranger, and uh, he was like a South Boston, like a lunatic when he was <laughs> drinking. I had heard all the stories about him and, oh, yeah. and saw who he was now and and he was married he had a couple young kids and uh he was doing really well living uh, the dream yeah he was doing really really well and uh he was a very respected person you know in in my field to you know to, to to other people so anyway so i you know i jumped in his back pocket and i used to he used to let me um stay over his house with his family there and you know he was he was cool he was very influential uh during that time and i i i was i'd bounce in and out of aa and excuse me in my you know i'd i'd, I'd go down the south shore and here in Quincy. and and uh you know i got back in, involved with my family and my father would start you know would go to some meetings together and uh you know and then <clears throat> you know i ended up uh Breaking out, I guess, and and on the booze and the coke, pretty bad again. And I I ended up going to my first detox, and that was all down the Cape, and yeah,
0: that's a high class. That's, that's yeah, a high class yeah, it's it right probably, it
2: probably through work. Y- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that Union Insurance. Yep. yeah. Uh, yeah, so I. EAP program.
0: And yeah, they put out ooh. the brownies and uh, the treats, like, right before
2: bed, oh, like, right at yeah. 9 o'clock. It was, oh. the food was great. I, I definitely, Chefs. I remember that. Yeah, yeah the food I never was got, great. I never got that lucky. They didn't treat <laughs> uh, heroin addicts at the time. Oh, at that and, time, uh, yeah? No, and I remember cool. that. And um, Oh, excuse me. They they would take them, but they didn't do methadone. They didn't
0: detox them. Yeah, they didn't, they right. didn't detox remember them. That's right. They detox them, Yeah.
2: I Listen was, when I the <clears throat> detoxes I went to I never got methadone or suboxone. a box and I got bent dole clonidine yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> like the but comfort meds I don't meds. think
0: they had a medical protocol that yeah yeah. yeah
2: I don't think so so yeah. anyway so I, I I went there and I, I stayed my whole time and it was a little rough you know I um mm. you know I had a at one point I um I th- thought it was alright to hold the cafeteria hostage i closed the doors and i was missing a chain uh that i was wearing and i i had hung it on a hook and took a shower and i forgot about it and left and then oh, i went God back that embarrassing i went back to get it and it was gone oh mm-hmm. oh okay and i was so screwed up emotionally you know at the time that i went into the cafeteria where everybody was i closed the doors and i was like all right nobody's leaving until everybody empties their pockets blah 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 and (laughs) wow they were like yeah mr (laughs) banks like yeah it doesn't work that way you can't you can't do that and i'm like well where's my fucking thing you know my 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 necklace and and just emotionally screwed up and uh anyway so that the necklace never got found, but I stayed and I stayed sober there and I I left and that was my first real try at AA. I came back here to Quincy and I and I got an apartment here in Quincy and um and I stayed sober and I and I was doing the deal, you know, with AA and I was uh going to step meetings and running around with the uh uh, union demolition guy that I met down in uh, in Gosnold, uh, hmm. Joe Lutz. He's uh, since died. Oh, yeah. uh, of this disease. Do you remember the name? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Joe was a great guy, and uh, you he know, he got cancer. Right. He got cancer,
1: um, and he had his. He, I he, don't
2: think that's what killed him. No, no, uh, no. He, he did get he did, he did he get, got, get
1: chemotherapy and yeah, stuff on his throat.
2: Yep, he got throat cancer. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: ran around with Joe myself, Weymouth yeah. Monday night, Quincy yeah. Monday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: And he had a I group that of guys. Familiar. He yeah. had a group of guys here, um, are a network already established. Yeah. And uh yeah. so I was able to kind of tag along and, and it and it and it, it helped me a lot. He Joe helped me a lot without probably knowing a great dude man. Yeah. He was he was really he knew how to do AA, which is what I needed, and yep. he was doing it right, you know, for a, a mm. lot of time. And then the poor guy got the cancer, and I, and I, I think you know the meds got involved, yeah. And, yeah. and then it, yep. yeah. you know exactly I think he happened. went he went that way, and it's it, and it exactly what happened. Yeah, and yeah. but so I, I stayed sober maybe for I don't even know how long, maybe a couple years, and um, ended up, you know breaking out again and 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 guess what happened this time so this time it was how can i do this let me try it a different way you know the the booze people know all the time i'm drunk you know so so i'm laid off at this point um you know there just wasn't much work around and i um and i and i uh, a kid i knew was bought a house in quincy and he was gotten it in Rehab in the the house for him and his family, and I I picked up a little work at his house, and this kid happened to also deal OxyContin, mm. and um, oh. and he had a how convenient yeah, and he had a ridiculous <laughs> habit himself, and. Mm. You know, I'd go over here and I'd be painting during the day or whatever, helping him around the house, and I'd watch him stop every half hour and sniff an oxycontin, an eighty mm. eighty milligram oxy, and and I I I just I let it go for a while, and uh, and finally the day came where I was like, you know what? Hey, let me, what you, yeah, let me let get me, one of those. Let me try one. And, yeah. the, and he tried to talk me out of it. He did. I'll give him that. He was like, Phil, don't even do it. He's like, it's the worst. Th- you know you. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, yeah. give me it. And, uh yeah and 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 there I went to it doesn't I, always work, <laughs> yeah, I puked my brains out and came back for more uh-huh. yeah that was the you best time you. best puke I ever had was the first one right uh-huh. I mean it's funny, <laughs> but it's not like people the people say like if you like drank orange juice and threw up, you wouldn't drink orange juice again, and it's right. true right, yeah, but I did like an oxy, and I puked violently, oh your like, head pounds violently. after your fucking heads like
1: Boom! Boom! Yeah. And
2: then it goes away, and you're just like I just remember being projectile <laughs> vomiting. Yeah, like exorcist stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you like, drink everything in sight. And like, in I like, was
0: down seeing a band in, uh, at the Bourne Rotary. There was a club down there. What the hell? Yeah, whatever. I puked on the side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was good time. So it just. Oh, yeah, great. So
2: that 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 was that was the start of a. Six to eight month complete downward fall. And it was fast and furious and I you know, yeah. I, I took a bunch of my I took fifty thousand out of my annuity.
0: Oh uh, my
2: god. I uh you know and from the sounds of it
1: <sighs> this this sounds like during the recession. Yeah, when there wasn't shit going on. Yeah,
0: uh, no work. If we're out of work for three months, we get hard, we can do a hardship and pull our annuity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's what happened. Oh my god.
2: So then, so so I so I took all that money out. I remember getting my unemployment check, which was like let's say six hundred hmm. at the time. And hmm. that whole check was like, boom, cash it, get the oxy's. Do those and then be like, "Where's I needed more?" Now what do I do? I needed more. Like yeah. that one check oh wasn't God. was like a wasn't even a whole day for me. So there was a lot <laughs> going on, and I, and, yeah. I, and I was doing like uh. coke and drinking too. So it was like boom, and I was uh, I got very sick. I was just a very sick dude, and I uh, mm. I got to a point that I never thought I was capable of getting, and um, the money ran out, and. That's how I got sober. I said I hit a crossroads where, I remember the kid that I was doing the work for and getting oxy's from, started getting heroin and uh, little bits when he couldn't get the oxy's and, uh, and I remember one day he was getting it in like and I'm not a heroin guy so I don't even I didn't even know like it was like wax paper. Oh I yeah, remember. getting it in bundles. Right. right. Yeah, 10 to a uh, bundle. Yeah, and he'd give me... I remember sniffing it like twice, and then I said to myself, all right, I got no money. I just sniffed heroin. I'm either going to go all in and just start robbing and rob stealing, yep. right? Yeah. And doing yep. this, that kind mm. of shit.
0: And that sounds like a, like <laughs> a joke, but it's not. No, no. it's not. I've that was plenty of people who went from being sober, good, and I'm going to fucking build yeah. my life again to rob a bank and now I'm doing <laughs> football numbers in jail. Yep.
2: Exactly. yep. You know, exactly. Exactly. And that's where I was. And <clears throat> uh and thank God for my father. You know, he um he 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 asked me to meet him for lunch at the Union Hall. At this point my father was like a a uh, union representative for our, our uh, ironworkers union, and uh, he had an office at our union hall. So I, um, I had been dodging him, dodging, dodging. Finally, I was like, "All right," and I went in, and uh, I remember it was just tears. I just, and, and now I'm out. T is from you or him from me and i'm a 28 year old guy you know? yeah. yeah, and 20 year old ironwork. yeah yeah he ain't supposed to cry and, uh, yeah, and i'm <laughs> sitting in front of him and his desk and i'm bawling and i'm My just God, like I'm, yeah. I'm 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 so sick you know Whew. telling him and uh yeah and he he said all right well i'm gonna let's let's get you help and um i had no insurance at this point my insurance had run out and uh yeah because you weren't paying anything no god bless uh modern assistance program yep and uh right here in quincy which was our eap still is yeah yeah still is and uh paul mcdevitt god rest his soul was the uh founder of, of modern assistance has since passed away and um a couple years back but he uh he was he got me a free bed at uh Ad Care Hospital in Worcester and uh I've brought people out there. Yeah, that was that was February of two thousand four and mm. uh I detoxed um for ten days in, in ad care and they the so the the f- so February seventeenth, I bet I was admitted and uh, I went two days on methadone And then kind of had a clear enough head to say, if I'm here for 10 days, I've already done two days on drugs in this place. Mm. I'm like, why am I still taking drugs? in the security of this environment. Uh, so I went to the, I said, I, I don't want any more methadone. Let me start this nonsense now, you know? Oh, and yeah. uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. And I just, I just was clear enough, you know, and, and to think it through. and, and, and I painful I, detox? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bad, real bad. I, um, I, for me, I, I'm sure people have done worse, but for me, it was the worst feeling of my life and I didn't sleep <laughs> oh my God, for the terrible. rest of my stay. It's so bad. Yeah, I, I didn't I mean sleep. I hear
1: I hear it. I was I didn't fuck with the OCs or I would get them yeah. from people and just sell them and get heroin. Right. Like it was it was economics for me. It was it was yeah. money. It was like yeah. I'm not going to spend 80 bucks on this one pill when I can get 10 bags of this shit for 80 bucks, Absolutely. you know? But Absolutely. detoxing off of that, the the OCs was bad and then the 30s that got even worse and then now people are being and, given suboxone and they have to detox off of that after they get out of detox. Yeah.
2: You know? Mm. And and everybody detoxes I think in different ways. Yeah. Right, they right. they feel different things worse. And, yep. and so my thing was I couldn't sleep. Yeah. That's the worst. And oh my god. My legs. My legs Oh exactly like, like right. I, I like a think feeling
0: I, of like electricity going oh, through your legs. Oh my like God. I think,
2: like I think <laughs> I think I have restless leg syndrome anyway. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so added with that. that because so I bad. have I that same thing. Nowadays I'll have it, let's say, once or twice a month where I have to get out of bed because my legs get that feeling. Yeah. So uh-huh. that You're was sitting there in, and you want to be like, Oh, <gasps> it was intense. Fuck. Man. Just go away. Yeah, and I so would bad. I would go out to the nurse's station at three, four in the morning and they had this like this bicycle uh exercise bike from like the 80s with like a chain <laughs> on it and i remember i'd sit with on a crank thing, yeah, to tighten the strap oh, up on the wheel and i'd get on the <laughs> thing and i'd be <laughs> like i'd be like in the nurse it'd be like three four in the morning the nurse like on duty was like it was probably her third job you know was like dude Go back to your room and just lay down because your body needs the rest. Even if you're not sleeping, just lay down. She just yeah. wanted me out of there. She but doesn't.
0: She's probably never experienced that. I uh, would get up and like pace or walk back yeah. and forth. You yeah. can't sit there and, and no, just because you can feel, feel the that feeling. feeling. Oh.
2: <laughs> cold sweats. Just oh. I I literally Hell was contemplating right. Yeah, right. lining myself up to the wall. And running into it with my head to knock myself out because you, would, you start feel to better. feel like you're going crazy. Yes, I
0: remember the relief and of the f- the pain that would because if you when you dry heave enough, you yeah. would, you would dry heave like several times and it would pain would hurt a lot and you it would, it would yeah. just you wouldn't be concentrated on that feeling of like restlessness yeah. and uh, and it would be it's nice. so fucked up. It's so messed yeah, so yeah, well, up. We man. put ourselves it's through, yeah. you evil. know, it's, and the it's, power it's of it, and the
1: addiction. Yeah. And, and then uh, and then. Sign Three up or four for days it. later, you can go right back to right it. Right
0: back to it. Yeah. Oh my Fuck god! Madness. No, thank you.
2: Madness. So I, I left. I left there, and I, um, I went to Father Bill's, a place where you yeah. lived, yeah. and uh, mm. first time I ever saw somebody uh, shoot heroin. Oh, it was, yeah, it was at Father a, Bill's? It yeah. was mm. unfortunately in the yeah. in the bathroom stall, and uh, but anyway, I got sent there with a big, huge sheet. Of um, Seroquel? Oh, boy. They, they gave them to me leaving <laughs> detox. Antipsychotic. Because I, I couldn't sleep, I think. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe because of the hey, psycho. Yep. I
1: saw guys sleep six months straight
2: with those fucking things. Well, listen, <laughs> they didn't touch me. Really? I couldn't sleep on Seroquel. <laughs> the doctor was baffled. I remember he'd yeah. come in in the morning and I'd be at, on the bed in ad care and he'd be like, all right, well, we'll try this now. Sleeping pills, blah blah blah. Seroquel, anyway, didn't work. So I got to uh Father Bill's and I had this sheet of Seroquel, yeah, like the punch out sheet with yeah, your right, name exactly. on it on a sticker. It yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. had to have been 30 or 40 of them, it yeah. was a Big yeah. thing, yeah. and uh, <laughs> well, I remember like being like at, the, like at the lunch tables and the thing, and like uh, and I remember like mentioning it, like, yeah, I have this huge sheet of these serequil things are they fucking what are they supposed to do for you right everyone was like huh so this kid was like Whoosh. he was like really and i'm like yeah <laughs> i gave them to the girl at the desk before i came in and they still got he's like can i have them i'm like yeah i don't care so i i gave them to the kid and i shit you not like an hour later i walk into that lunchroom and the kids like this on the on the table <laughs> just out cold. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, holy fuck, man! I can't. I just part of me couldn't believe they didn't do a thing for me, and part of me couldn't believe what they were doing for him. You know, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I, I went from I went from there. I stayed there, and I I went from there, and I got into the Gavin House, and uh, the place saved my life. You know, yeah. you, you're going to hear it a lot. You know, that, that the Gavinos saved my life. But, it uh, you know, I, I got plugged in. And uh, I can say for me, um, the reason why I was able to stay sober this time is the spiritual part of the, the program yeah. of Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, um, ah,
0: fantastic, yes. I,
2: I never had a belief in God but I didn't disbelieve either right it was just mm. I just went along with life and it, maybe it was because my life was good as a kid that mm. I didn't need to go there you know I didn't I didn't need to look for something to to greater than me to to help me out emotionally or, so mm. so I didn't have any of this belief. so I just people were like you know get on your knees and pray in the morning and, and get on your knees at night and give thanks. I just thought, well, I don't really that's not for me. Like I don't I don't know why I would do that. I mean, cuz I've I've never I don't even know if I believe in God and I just right. I just had this real gray feeling about that whole thing and it wasn't bad. It was just I just didn't feel anything about it. So mm. I just started doing that. I started getting on my ah, knees see, in the morning.
0: that's what I did too. on my knees willing
2: that's right, yeah, I just I would get out of bed and drop to the ground and get on my knees Not because that. because I heard guys that were staying sober saying that was part of a big part of it, and it wasn't for me, I'm speaking. I heard them say specifically you get on your knees because you're humbling yourself exactly. before God. Right. Exactly. So that doesn't mean in your bed. And that doesn't That's mean right. in your car on the way to work. That means on your knees. Yep. And don't get me wrong. I, I'd forget here and there and I'd say a mm. prayer in, in the truck on the way to work. Or, I had the exact same experience It yeah. was a huge part of me getting
0: sober. Yeah. I had a guy, a good friend of mine yeah uh, we were in the it was like my first day in the program, his third or something like that. He's like he says you, they say you're supposed to get on your knees i'm like i can i c- I can pray in my bed, yeah, I'm good, yeah and then the next yeah. night i you know like while I was sitting there, he was on his knees, I was thinking like, what am I doing? yeah, why, why am I not listening yeah. and the next night, I got on my knees, yeah. and it's like ever since, yeah. yeah,
2: big part, but willingness the, you know? the 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 important thing about that is is to know that 'Cause I, I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are in that were that are in the same boat as I was in with that whole spiritual thing where mm. you don't know, like in in and, and you don't know how to pray and you don't know that's not it. Mm. Like that's not it. The whole thing is you're letting yourself know first thing in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, right. 'cause you're on your knees. Yeah, that you got a fucking a problem. Point. Exactly, and, and you need and help with it. And, yeah, and you need help, right? Because mm. the shit you do doesn't work, right? Yeah, you've it, proven that. It's so, it's like
1: admitting powerlessness. You that's know right. I know. It's like right. So I, I can't do this on my own. I've already showed myself that. So what's up? You yeah. gonna help me out. You know? What's up? <laughs> yeah.
2: What's over there? What's over there? Your god can be over there. Or it can be over here. Or it can be up there. Yeah. As long as it's not you, and as long as it's you know. And I liked when I heard people say like it could be your grandmother who passed away. Yeah, you could exactly. be talking to her yeah. or or something like that. But it's a power greater than you. You mm-hmm. know. Um yep, and, huge. Uh, and, I, and I and I still don't necessarily, but I will say that I formed a relationship over time and I became like really strong spiritually. Yeah. And mm. um but anyway, so um, but so nowadays I still do it. I still get on my knees in the morning, and yeah, uh, yep, me too. And more so in the morning than at night, you know. But I still do every morning, and uh, I believe that I really firmly believe that that's gotten me through a lot of hard times and yeah, my sobriety, absolutely, and, and, right, and, and kept me kept me going. So
1: because if yeah. you ain't praying, you ain't staying. I was talking. <laughs> I was talking earlier out, out in the hallway, and uh, he's. Because they have a um, a new group here for people who have relapsed within the last twenty four months here at uh, New Way Recovery Mm. Center, and the guy who, the guy gentleman I was talking to was like, you know, talking to this young kid, and the kid was like, yeah, I just don't know why I I I keep picking up, And, and and the guy was trying to explain to him like, listen, you've relapsed long before you picked up the drug. Like, and, and I was talking to him and I was like, yeah. And what goes first? Praying, Mm, you know, thanking him at night goes first out the window, asking for help in the morning. that's second, you know, then you stop going to meetings. Then you stop wanting to talk to people in recovery and you're like, fuck this. And, and, you know, and then something happens, your
0: shoelace breaks and you're like, you know what? They say taking yeah, your yeah. will back, but I think there's more to it. I think it's more, yeah. like, uh, it's more like, well, it is taking your will back, but I think it's more like becoming arrogant, becoming self-assured, becoming mm. cocky. Or, I got this. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. an
2: attitude change, subtle attitude change. or well, at that point, some, something greater than yourself isn't helping you in your mind. That's mm. right. And that's that, you know that arrogance, I guess, you yeah, know, well, yeah. I mean, and that's why you stop getting on your knees because yep. guess what? I'm better now. Like, That's I, I right. got I got that job, or yeah. I bought that car. Right. I yep. got that girl. Look, Look it, at I me. Girl. I, got I got the girl. house. I got the, car. Yeah. I got the job. I
0: got the gym membership. Yeah, all good. the outside stuff. I'm no. good. Why yeah.
2: do I need his help anymore? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, or, or hers, or, or whatever. Um,
0: and then all that stuff stops working. So there's a yeah. cautionary tale
2: for you right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we've gone. Yes. We have gone. That was good, Phil. Thank you so yeah. much. That was an excellent podcast. Thank you, I guys. Have to say. you know, yeah. Um, once again, and uh, you know, it's the Life on Life's Terms podcast, lolterms.com. dot com. Yes, uh, 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 please subscribe. It Helps us. Yep.
1: Share if and I. I've been saying it every week. If anyone wants to share their experience, strength, and hope with us, or whatever, it, you don't have to be in recovery. You can be someone who lost a, a, a sibling, a family member. Um, you could be a professional. You could be a doctor. You could be in treatment. You know, we just we want to cover right. this from all angles. That's right. First you know? responders. Yes. Uh,
0: also, you don't have to be on Facebook to, to uh, contact us. You can contact us through the page, lolterms.com. Bobby yes. just set up an email. You can put your email in, we'll get back to you. Boom. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? So uh, thanks, Phil. Yeah. Thanks, yes. Chris. Thank thanks, you. everybody. All right. Peace. Peace. You go. I live in this world
1: anger